Hello, hello, beautiful souls. Welcome back to another episode on the Reclaim Your Power podcast. Today, I have a very special guest. One of my dear friends, Solomon, is here to talk to us all about food and eating for your body, mind, and spirit. Solomon is someone who is really knowledgeable in this area and has a lot of experience in really finding the right way to eat that works for your body. I hope you enjoy the episode and I can't wait to hear your feedback. Let's go. Welcome to another episode. I'm really excited. I have a very good friend of mine here to talk to you all about food and the healing journey and how it's helped both of us. So really excited for today's topic. And yeah, without further ado, if you want to introduce yourself, Solomon, tell us a fun fact about yourself. All right. Well, hey, everybody. My name is Solomon. I run the Instagram page, A New Me. And a fun fact about me, um, I make music in my free time. I'm also a college student. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. And just here, happy to be on the show, happy to be talking about the healing properties of food and everything associated with that. So thanks for having me. Yeah, definitely. I'm really excited. And what what's what are you studying again in college? What's your major? Psychology. That's what I thought. Yeah. That fi- I feel like that fits perfectly with what we're talking about, like <laughs> food, like body mind connection. So that's really cool. And how do you, how did you like cuz I know like you kind of coach people as well. So can you just tell us a little bit about like basically your story like kind of how you got to be here today how you got into like spirituality and eating like eating for your healing process well that's a pretty long story so i'll try (laughs) to keep it as short as possible but as for like the food aspect i was i was a healthy eater for a pretty large majority like of my like older years, like I started eating healthy and I want to say like sophomore year, high school, something around in there. And at first it was mainly just to start losing weight and like trim down and stuff. Cause I used to be pretty overweight as a kid. But as I continued to go down the road and as I began to become more introduced to the spiritual side of, you know, life and things like that, I decided to go ahead and switch over to a vegan plant-based diet. And that's really when like a lot started to happen. I started getting more into fasting, Mm -hmm. intermittent fasting, juice fasting and things like that. And then I started to realize like you can really like influence your energy by what you eat and by also when you don't eat, as long as you're doing it like for the right reasons and stuff like fasting, because that can, that has like a huge profound effect on your consciousness as well. That, and that's, that's kind of just a few things that I found along my journey. But what about you? I don't know. Like you said, it's kind of a long story, but mm-hmm. I think I've always just like gravitated towards, um, I don't know, just like, I've always been interested in how like food works in our bodies and how that kind of like makes us feel at the same time. But when I was younger, like I would say in elementary school, I had no idea like about any of that. (laughs) I think, I think a lot of people do just because like the society that we live in, it's just, we're just being taught like the wrong things. We're just being told, like, we're just being misinformed 
And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people sometimes think that's like, they're like, oh, the government would never do that. Or like food companies would (laughs) never like lie, but like they do lie every day. Like they're, and you see it, like people are like, like dropping like flies in our society, not to be Mm -hmm. like um, explicit, but people are getting these diseases that shouldn't be common, like Mm -hmm. cancer, Alzheimer's, those things like actually aren't that common but they are common now because of the things that we're putting in our bodies and Mm -hmm. that's kind of how I got started with it because I I was really into like uh sustainability and kind of um using like clean like beauty products and like you know like aluminum free deodorant and like paraben Mm -hmm. and sulfate free stuff so I was really into like um like natural beauty products and cleaning products and that kind of led me to the food aspect and how that like relates in our bodies and also I as you know like I've struggled with depression and anxiety for the majority of my life and that was another reason I was really interested in like okay are the things I'm eating or not eating having an effect on how I'm feeling mentally and it was just something that like I think the universe just kind of put put it in my mind and then it led me to like trying different styles of eating reading different books um so yeah that's kind of like how I got started but what would you say was it just kind of the whole weight issue that kind of sparked sparked your interest in that or was there something else that kind of happened you know as you talked about like the clean beauty products and stuff like that it actually reminded me of something else that also inspired me to start and it was like Okay, so there was a like there was a reason, another reason why around like freshman, sophomore year in high school, I started to become more aware of like, you know, spirituality and the government, like you were saying, mm-hmm. and all of the stuff like that. And it was because we I literally had a business management teacher, but like mm-hmm. for the whole class, he would talk about conspiracy theories and stuff like <laughs> that. Like he wouldn't even cover the class curriculum. Like we would just talk about stuff like that all the time. So that is kind of what sparked it and then like i started learning about like fluoride and all of that stuff so that's when i started you know brushing with baking soda you know Mm -hmm. using cleaner like deodorants like you mentioned and stuff like that so that was also a pretty big aspect of it and it was kind of just all of that culminated together along with like all of the other experiences that i had like from that point moving forward that kind of just pushed me like in that direction if that makes sense yeah for sure and i think as I was saying, I feel like we jumped into this episode was already like so deep, but like, as I was saying, (laughs) the government doesn't, I'm just going to be a hundred percent. Like the government doesn't have our best interests in mind, even though I'd like to say that they do, they, they don't. And I'm sure like people in the government are probably not eating the foods that they tell us to eat because they know that it's not good for the human body. Like they know Mm -hmm. that. And they don't want you to know that. So that's why we're, I'm recording this episode with Solomon (laughs) because you deserve to know that. And I just think like, it's really important to read ingredients to look at the back of what you're eating. If it's not a whole food, like make sure that you are looking at like what's in it. Like, can you Mm -hmm. read the ingredients? Do you know what the ingredients are? Do you know like how that affects your body? Because food is directly related to how you think and how you feel and that's Mm -hmm. kind of like that's like another topic as well which is we actually 
didn't we do a talk about this? We did it in my group, I believe, on my mm -hmm. Facebook group about like the mood and like food topic, but related mm -hmm. to like healing, I think that the food we eat is the most powerful way to heal your physical body. Obviously, there's other there's other ways to to do it, but the food that you eat can either like you know help you live or help you die in a way yeah. and it sounds scary but it's like it's it's the truth and i think we've just been very misinformed and a lot of people are just very confused on like how we should eat what's the right way to eat but can you kind of i wanted to touch on like a couple things so i do want to talk about fasting but okay. what is your like what's your experience with like your healing process in in the food that you eat like kind of how has it like benefited you in that way well i know that before like i i don't know if this is going to be applicable to absolutely everyone but i know mm -hmm. before i went vegan i was still eating healthy but i had a lot of gut issues and that didn't resolve itself until i started eating vegan food so that was a major one definitely that was probably like my biggest one and then um yeah that's pretty much it i didn't really have that many health problems at the time so i can't really say like if it fixed anything else but i do know mm -hmm. that the gut health was a major one for me what about you or yeah what about you yeah i think same thing with like the gut health um and this is kind of going back to the whole idea of like your the mind and gut connection because your mind, like your brain and your stomach, like your small and large intestines are in constant communication with each other um, through, well, there's like a bunch of different ways that they communicate with each other, but there's one main nerve, it's called the vagus nerve. And it literally runs from like your stomach all the way up to your brain. And they're just like in constant communication, like what you eat is literally information for how your skin looks, how your eyesight is, like how mm -hmm. like your digestion is. It's all information for what like how our physical bodies are going to like be in this world. Um, but mm -hmm. my main thing was the mood. The mood, the mood, my mood and emotions were like the main thing that kind of pushed me to want to like eat better because yeah. I was just like, I don't know, like I was doing everything that everyone was telling me to do and I was still like depressed and I was still very like, and I'm not saying depression is something that you can like, quote unquote, cure because I also think if you have been diagnosed with like clinical depression, I, it's probably never going to feel like it goes away. Um, but it is going to get better with time. And one of the ways that you can help heal that is through what you eat because mm -hmm. i like i said like i was doing everything that everyone like told me to do to like you know manage my emotions better to like ease anxiety but i just wasn't getting anywhere a brief little intermission in the episode i wanted to invite you all to book a free 30-minute breakthrough session with me 
If you have been struggling diet-wise, if you have been really feeling confused on how to eat the foods that are right for you and you're looking for more support and guidance in eating for your spiritual journey and for your physical health, then you are definitely going to want to jump on this call and talk more with me. I will put the link in the episode description and I can't wait to chat more. All right, back to the episode. Yeah, until I started changing my diet and changing what I ate, I really didn't see like that big of a difference because, you know, if you're constantly eating like processed foods, fried foods, like things that are, if you're constantly eating like animal protein and fat, um, you're going to feel very like sluggish and run down and you're not going to, you're not even going to feel like you want to like get up and do anything that's going to like better your health. Because mm-hmm. like I said, your food is information for your body and your gut is very intelligent as well. It has its own nervous system. It's called the enteric nervous system and it regulates a lot of things and your mood is one of them. But I would say, like, that was the biggest thing for me was um, my mood issues. I was just really curious if what I was eating was playing into that, and I was right. It was a lot. And when I started adding in, like, more whole foods, more fruits and vegetables, mainly fruits, I started seeing a drastic difference in, like, my mood and how I kind of, like, just show up and, like, communicate with other people. And it's, like, it's night and day. Like it really shows. Like if you see someone who isn't really that invested like in what they're eating and they don't really care about what they're eating, like you can tell by the way their skin looks, by the way like their eyes look, like their nails, their hair, like you can tell. And then Mm -hmm. if you have someone who, you know, is conscious of what they're eating and focuses on like the whole food aspects and fruits and vegetables like you can see that in their hair and their eyes and their nails and their skin like Mm -hmm. it's it's really like visible like results um but I wanted to ask like your opinion on protein so this is a really big like topic right now but what kind of what's your what's your take on protein Honestly, I don't worry about it. Like, I used to worry about it because, you know, I lift weights and exercise and stuff like that. I was like, I got to get in my 180 grams of protein a day. But I mean, like, I honestly haven't really seen a difference. Like, after cutting out animal protein, it's still easy to put on muscle. It's still easy to retain strength. And I mean, I just make sure to eat enough vegetables because vegetables are like the building foods and then fruits are the cleansing foods. That's the way I look at it. Honestly, I I know you've touched on it before. I think you have about like how we're really not supposed to eat that much protein. Mm -hmm. And to be honest with you, I tend to agree with you. First of all, just because of what I've seen in my own life. But second of all, it literally doesn't make like sense to eat that much protein every single day. But what about you? What do you what is your take on it? Well, definitely what you were saying, like when I first started um, getting into like, you know, I've never... I was eating like a vegan diet, like an actual strict vegan diet for like a couple years, but now I just kind of say that I'm like plant-based because I still will occasionally eat like cage-free like eggs or I'll have like some salmon, but it's like very rarely, or like I'll eat things that like have milk in it sometimes, like ice cream, Mm -hmm. like sometimes I gotta have ice cream, Um, (laughs) but 
when I first started like learning about like eating to heal your body and like eating a vegan or vegetarian diet, like plant-based protein was huge and it's still very huge and just protein in general. And it's because the way like our society is like built, like the government, like big pharma, like the food companies, like they want you to think that you have to have protein or you're doing something wrong. Mm -hmm. But just like you were saying, and I think that was a really good explanation, like vegetables are kind of like the building blocks and then fruit is kind of like the healing like aspect of it. But Mm -hmm. we don't need as much protein as we think because if you think about it for a second, like we are made of protein. Like our body Mm -hmm. is actually like protein. So to think that we constantly need to be eating like tons and tons of protein and fat every day, it's just going to like overburden our our organs, like our liver mainly. And I'm actually reading like uh, the medical medium, one of his books called Cleanse to Heal right now. He has like so much information on the whole like protein aspect. So if you're, if you're interested in learning more about what we're talking about involving protein, I definitely recommend um, checking, checking him out on Instagram, getting him, getting one of his books, but he really talks about the fact that if we're constantly eating like a ton of protein, it just, it makes our blood thick. Like, and this isn't like, this isn't like an individual like thing. Like it's been shown that if you eat like a ton of protein and fat constantly, it makes your blood very thick. And then that makes your organs work harder than they need to. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's like kind of my take on it now. But for a while, I thought that protein was like, you know, good. And it is good for you. I'm not saying like, don't eat protein, but I don't think that you need to have it like for literally every single meal, like all the time. And honestly, if you are eating like minimal amounts of protein, you're still getting protein from vegetables and you're still getting protein from like grains and stuff as well. And vegetables and fruit are, like, what we were designed to, like, eat. Like, we were designed Mm -hmm. to eat these, like, very high vibrational, nutritious foods. And, like, the thing is with vegetables, like, you don't really miss out on anything. Like, you're getting the protein. You're getting, like, the mineral salts that you need. You're getting, Mm -hmm. like, um, what is it called? Like, the vitamins and minerals Mm -hmm. and all the, like, you know, antiviral like properties. And a lot of times, like if you're just eating like a piece of like meat, you're not really getting all of that. You're just getting the protein. Um, Mm -hmm. So that's like kind of my take on it. But so what do you currently do to like build muscle? Because you're a pretty muscular guy. And like you were saying, like you don't really like focus that heavily on protein anymore. So what do you kind of do currently? Well, I lift five days a week, so that's a pretty big one. And then also, I eat a lot of beans and rice. I think beans and rice, that is a complete protein, but it's plant-based. And then also, I do eat quite a bit of carbs. Like, a lot of people say, don't eat carbs. I eat a lot of carbs because, you know, I kind of have to. There's not really a lot of vegan foods that aren't carb-rich, but... I do eat a lot of carbs and really that's it. Like it's, it's not that complicated. I focus more on calories when I'm trying to like put on size rather than macros. Like as long as I'm eating healthy foods and as long as I'm eating about 3000 to 3,500 ish a day, I'll, I'll decently put on, you know, muscle. So it's not 
that complicated. A lot of people like to overcomplicate it, but I honestly, I saw more results when I just looked at it a lot simpler than I was before, but yeah. Yeah, I hope everyone heard that. Be more simple. It's not as like complex as you think it is. And mm -hmm. I think it's also, it can be hard like with just all the information on like diets out there right now. Like there's so much like opinions coming from all different directions, but it goes back to like your bio individuality. Like how does it feel like for you? Like how do you feel when you eat like a lot of protein or you eat like a lot of meat? Like how does that feel like in your body? Right. And most people are going to say like, it doesn't feel that great, but like some people can eat more animal protein than other people. Some people can eat more fruit than other people. It's just all about like experimenting with your own body and seeing what works for you. Um, because like, I know a really famous um, functional medicine doctor, Do Dr. Mark Hyman. I don't know if you've like seen him before. Um, have you heard of him? No, I haven't. Okay, yeah. So he's like a pretty well-known functional medicine doctor. And I agree with like a lot of what he uh, like says. And But he also focuses very heavily on like protein. Um, and I just don't think that like, like me, I'm not going to just like eat a bunch of protein just because this guy says that like I should eat a bunch of protein because mm -hmm. as I was saying, like you need to like look at how it's affecting like you and, and your own body. But personally, like I would say fruit is one of the most healing foods. Like if you're trying to get rid of toxins in your body and like promote um, like weight loss or just like just feel more energized and better in your mm -hmm. life definitely focus on fruit heavily like fruit is not definitely. the enemy not the enemy at all and I think that's another way that we've been misinformed like we're very focused on protein but like mm -hmm. you know don't eat a lot of fruit like you don't need all that sugar but the fruit from sugar is actually what our body and our brains run off of and like you were saying like mm -hmm. the whole carb aspect like we actually mm -hmm our bodies like carbs more than protein. So mm -hmm. eat your fruit. And I think it's important to remember that like natural sugar does not get processed in our body the same way as conventional or man-made sugar. And mm -hmm. it's just, it just doesn't. And you can even like look at like studies and even, you know, experiment with yourself. It just doesn't feel the same. Like when you eat mm -hmm an apple versus like a donut like mm -hmm. you're not going to get the same energy levels from that and plus when you're eating whole fruit you're also getting the vitamins the minerals the water content as well and you're not going to get that if you're eating a donut or like a piece of cake for example mm -hmm. um so yeah i would recommend really focus on fruit um organic fruit if possible is like one of the most healing foods ever and just really listen to your own body. Like, don't just take our word, like words for it either. Like do your own research and see what works for you. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah. What, what's like your take on fruit? Like what, what do you kind of have to say about fruit? <laughs> Honestly, I believe it's the primary food that we should be eating. Like I, I'm just going to flat out say that I think that it is. And the reason for that just from my own experiences, whenever I go on fruit fasts, I feel even better than when I eat a lot of vegetables. Like 
all of my allergies just immediately clear up. Um, digestion is super easy. I feel extremely light, clear headed, high vibe, all of that. So, mm -hmm. you know, I think that definitely including a lot of fruit, like you said, is key. And also, like you said, fruit sugar is not the enemy. Fruit sugar is what our body wants. Natural sugars are what our body wants. Like, yeah. A lot of the people, like you were saying, like with the protein advocates, they say protein is a major thing. But I mean, I can I can attest that it's not because I did keto for a while and absolutely hated it. Like it was the worst diet I've ever done. I felt horrible when I did it. And the reason is, is because like, you know, if 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 keto was like this is just my take on it. If keto is what we should be eating our body's main source of energy and primary source of energy would be ketones, but it's not, it's glucose. And I think it's that way for a reason, right? And that, isn't that pretty much what you said? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, this information isn't like hidden, even though like it's kind of harder to find than like other things we're talking about. Like just do your own research, like figure out like what your body likes, but our body does run off of glucose and fructose and that is like the main components of like fruit. Um, mm -hmm. So yeah, I thought that was really, really important. And I think keto is like a really popular diet now. And a lot of people aren't, are kind of disappointed once they finish a keto diet because they're hoping for all these like, like all this, these amazing results, but it's just not, it's not sustainable. And Definitely. actually- my one friend was talking about the fact that like if you take a burger for example and like if you eat a lot of burgers if you think about <laughs> it like fruits and vegetables are getting direct energy like from the sun but when you're eating mm -hmm. that burger first of all the cow had to eat the plant and then all that energy that the plant absorbed from the sun had to be absorbed through the cow and then that mm -hmm. gets processed when it gets turned into meat for us to eat and that is just like you're getting pretty much like second hand like energy like second yeah. like nutrients and that's mm -hmm. why like fruit and vegetables are the most like high vibrational foods that you can eat because you're basically getting direct like energy from the sun because mm -hmm. those plants don't have to go through a process for you to eat them. Like you can literally just go outside and like pick them off whatever they're growing off of and eat them mm -hmm. if you want to. So I think that's a, an important aspect of well as well. And like, I don't really eat meat that often at all if I do it's like salmon or like some kind of like seafood just because mm -hmm. I don't first of all I don't really agree with um like killing another living thing I'm not saying like mm -hmm. I don't think it tastes good like yeah it tastes <laughs> good it smells good but I just like I don't agree with that and I also don't I don't think that we should like as humans, I don't think it's sustainable for us to constantly be eating dead matter because like that, mm -hmm. just imagine like the fear in that animal's body, like when they're about to get killed, even if it is in a humane way, like they know what's happening. They're not stupid. Like they're living, like breathing mm -hmm. things and they're probably really scared. And that fear, that like anxiety gets translated into the meat and then you're eating that like Mm -hmm. however much you eat like animal meat but I don't like and I don't want people to think I'm like bashing like meat eaters because if you eat meat 
that's perfectly fine. Like I'm not telling you to stop eating it. Just be conscious of how it's making you feel and do your research because it's really like meat can really have like some detrimental effects on our health and like our healing process. Um, so if you do eat meat, make sure it's like organic, like free range, um, like no antibiotics or anything like that. Um, cause that's going to have an effect on your hormones as well. And that was like another big reason I started like eating for like my healing is because I used to have very, very painful menstrual cycles, like almost to the point where I couldn't like walk. I couldn't like, I would actually physically throw up because like my cramps would be like too intense to even like handle. Um, and that's another thing like the medical medium talks about, like his cleanses that he puts in his book are literally for just about every ailment that you could think of. And one of them is like endometriosis and like painful menstrual cycles. Um, so that's like, and I know that's a huge thing for people who have a menstrual cycle is like the pain side of it and how we can balance our, our hormones. But one of the ways we can do that is eating less dairy and less like animal meat because those, those have their own hormones and their own like chemicals and then that kind of messes with your hormones. So that's something else I'd recommend if you are a woman or if you have a menstrual cycle, like just try cutting down on dairy and meat, like maybe a week before or a few days before you know like it's coming. And I promise you, like you're going to notice a different in, difference in the pain and even like the length of your cycle. Um, but yeah, I kind of... So I kind of want to touch on fasting because I know a little bit about fasting, but like everything, I've heard mixed opinions about it. And, um, but I know it can be very, very healing. So I kind of wanted you to explain like what fasting is, like how it works and why like it can be beneficial towards us. Okay. Well, basically for those who don't know, fasting is just when you go a period with either no food intake or like very limited. So if you wanted to go on a juice fast, for example, you would just only drink cold pressed juices for an, you know, an allotted period of time. But the thing about it is when you give your body a break from constantly eating and digesting food, what happens is that energy has to be redirected somewhere else. And more likely than not, it's gonna be directed towards healing the body, cleansing you out on a cellular level, and just basically doing all of that and just giving everything a rest. And that can be extremely beneficial for, you know, many reasons. But my experience with fasting, I have to be careful with it because I used to have an eating disorder. So if I go too long or if I do it too often, I'll start to get those tendencies back again. And just kind of as a you know word of caution to anybody else out there who may struggle with the same thing, you don't have to fast for you know a super long period of time. You can start with something as simple as just intermittent fasting, like the 6-18 method, where you would eat in a six-hour window and fast for 18 hours a day, or just something simple like that. And what will happen is when you start doing that, your, your hormones will begin to balance themselves, especially with intermittent fasting, because you do it every single day. And you'll actually find that you're less hungry throughout the day. Because what happens is when you eat three meals a day, four meals a day, what happens is your insulin stays elevated throughout the entire day. So this can cause you to be hungry every two to three hours, when in reality, 
you know, we're not really supposed to eat that much. Humans by nature are fasters and feasters. And the reason for this is because back, you know, when we had to hunt or when we had to grow our own food or et cetera, et cetera, a meal every day wasn't always guaranteed. So we've adapted to be able to go without food for, you know, periods of time. And this is why it has benefits. And really what I would be referring to these quote unquote benefits as is this is how we should be existing already. Like, you know, having clean cells, having, you know, functioning, you know, everything. That's how we should be existing already. And the fact that there are quote unquote benefits associated with fasting just goes to show that as a collective, like you were saying earlier, we've been lied to, we've been misled, and we've been made to think that we're supposed to eat a ton of food throughout the day. When in reality, this isn't really the case, but I hope that was like a pretty good breakdown. I can give some more information if you want to. No, that was really like, that was a lot of information, I think. Um, so basically fasting is just like either not eating like throughout the day or eating at specific times pretty much. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, you can do extended fast and you can also do intermittent fasting. So extended fast would be like, for example, I go three days and only drink water. Or if I wanted to intermittent fast, I would fast for 18 hours of the day and eat in a six hour window. That is the method of fasting that I would personally recommend that beginners mm -hmm. do. And then you can also do juice fast. You can do fruit fast. Those are also two very good ones because the thing about it is water fasting is actually kind of like almost in my opinion it can be a little too aggressive like because you have to remember especially if you've never fasted before or if you haven't you know been eating clean for very long your body likely has some residual toxins and these are going to come out whenever you fast this is why a lot of the time like especially like beginners to it you'll notice like a lot of people say that they feel great when they fast that they feel good energy when they fast but if you're new to it you likely will feel the exact opposite you may notice increased acne, you may notice increased allergies, you may notice increased, you know, lethargy and things like that. And that's because your body has is cleaning itself out, it's pushing all of these toxins out. And you know, like one of the primary ways to know if your body is pushing toxins out is look at your skin. And if you're getting acne when you're fasting, that's not a bad thing. That's actually a very good sign. But you know, especially to I know I'm kind of all over the place with this. I'm no, sorry, but you're, it's like you're good. <laughs> <laughs> it's a ton of information but um mm -hmm. yeah so if you're like new to it i would highly recommend you know looking into and researching uh intermittent fasting and then after you get that down look into fruit fasting and then after you get that down look into juice fasting those are kind of that's kind of like the scale from like easiest to most difficult and then after you really get used to all that that's when you can start dipping into like the extended water fast and things like that but i don't even really do those a lot they're kind of like, uh, I may do like a day or two here or there, but you kind of got to be careful when you do water fast and dry fast, because those are like, those are definitely more advanced. And like I said, they're really not super necessary in my opinion. But what about yeah. you? What is your take on fasting? Um, I honestly have only tried intermittent. Is it? it it's called intermittent fasting, right? Inter mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've only tried that a couple times. Um, 
it really like I didn't really notice like that big of a difference because I've kind of already do it like naturally like I usually don't eat until about like 12 p.m sometimes Mm -hmm. even one and it's not because like I'm like starving myself it's just because I'm not hungry like I actually am not Mm -hmm. physically like hungry until that time and I think Mm -hmm. that's actually another important important point is like eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full like you don't have to eat an hour after you wake up because your mom said that breakfast is the most important meal of the day like (laughs) if you're not hungry at 9 a.m after you wake up like that's okay like you can wait a couple hours to eat and it's probably going to be better for your cells and your health when you kind of give your body time to like acclimate back into like the waking state and Mm -hmm. I tend to just drink like a lot of fluids like before I eat like I really like drinking lemon water like right in the morning and then Mm -hmm. I'll have like another tall glass of water and like some tea or like a juice or something Mm -hmm. so just focus on you know staying hydrated before you eat anything solid and I definitely don't think it is wrong to not eat as soon as you wake up I don't think there's anything wrong with that Mm -hmm. obviously like you were saying you do have an eating disorder or like something like body dysmorphia or something like that I actually don't recommend fasting um Mm -hmm. just because it's it it just is not, um, it's not a good thing to do if you are kind of dealing with something very serious like that. And I definitely mm-hmm. encourage you to reach out to like a professional who can help you further. But I don't recommend doing that if you do have some type of eating disorder because it can, um, it can just make the situation worse, honestly. Um, but if, if you don't and it's something that you're interested in, I, yeah try it like honestly it it can it could be like something that you end up really loving um so mm-hmm. like i was saying like you can message solomon even if you want to yeah. I'll put i'll put like his links in the episode description but always do your research um yeah definitely yeah i've been wanting to do a juice fast for a while i haven't got around to it yet but like i said i'm reading um the medical mediums books right now and the one i have currently is called cleanse to heal and he lays out a few cleanses in there and then the one that i am actually about to do is called the 369 cleanse so it's nine days and Mm -hmm. it's basically the main components of it is celery juice and omitting like fat and protein like there's pretty much no fat and protein in that cleanse but um that's like pretty much uh what he like you obviously eat on it like he has like certain foods that you can eat but it's like pretty much you're drinking celery juice every single day and you aren't eating any fat or protein and he he says that you can still eat it but if you do just make sure it's like Um, when you're eating like dinner or like the last meal of your day but that's like what he focuses on because like I said if you eat too much protein too much fat it just overburdens your organs and makes your blood super thick and it's kind of like it gets trapped inside the blood and has no way like nowhere to go um yeah so that's kind of what I like my stance on it, I think it's very individual. Some people like see a lot of great benefits from it. Some people don't. Um, So just use discernment, always like do your research. But yeah, my 
my biggest recommendation with that is to wait at least an hour after waking up before eating anything solid um, Mm -hmm. because just think about it. Like your digestive system was resting all night. Hopefully it was resting and (laughs) it needs some time to acclimate back into reality. Just like we need time to acclimate back into reality. So like the whole like creating like a rising routine, you kind of need to do that for your digestive system too. So, you know, drinking some tea, drinking like even coffee, even though like heaping amounts of coffee isn't that great either but like just hydrating yourself before you eat solid foods it's gonna have like a really um profound effect on like your cleansing process and on your energy levels as well um but yeah that's like kind of all I wanted to touch on I think that's a good place to like end honestly is there anything else you wanted to say on one last quick yeah note, go ahead if anybody in here is still meat-based and they're torn on whether they should go vegan or not do what i did try it for two weeks give it two weeks you'll survive give it two weeks <laughs> yeah. see how you feel go from there mm-hmm. yeah definitely it's like you can't it's like just don't knock it until you try it honestly mm-hmm. and that's the only way you're going to know like i am not going to sit here and say that a vegan diet is the most beneficial diet on the planet because it's not for everyone. Like not everyone can eat a vegan diet and feel good. And like, there's some people who, I guess the whole concept of like uh, healthy fats and healthy oils also, um, that is kind of this going along the same lines of like not eating a lot of protein. If you eat even healthy protein and healthy fat, if you eat a lot of that, it still overburdens your organs. So even if it is like healthier, like fats, you still don't want like a ton of it every single day. But Mm -hmm. like with olive oil and like coconut oil, like those are considered like healthy fats. But even like eating a lot of those can sometimes cause certain issues, certain, um, like symptoms like acne, uh, like allergies, but some people have no problem eating like oils and cooking with oils. Like I love coconut oil and coconut milk. Like I use it all the time. I don't really see any negative effects on my body, but some people can't really do that and it causes them a lot of like harm. So just find out for yourself, like do, do, do the research yourself. Definitely. Um, but that's a good, I think that's a good tip to just try it for a couple weeks and mm-hmm. see how it works. Honestly, okay. can't go wrong with it. <laughs> the show. And there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this episode and the discussion that I had with Solomon. This topic of food and how it relates to our bodies and our minds is something near and dear to my heart. So I really hope you enjoyed. If you did enjoy, go ahead and leave me a review and a rating. Share it with a loved one, your friends, your family, and definitely reach out to me and tell me what you thought of it. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I'll see you soon. Keep fueling the vibe.